All right, I'm Zolo Watcha with Takeover Lounge, and I'm here with Thomas Lulu. Thomas Lulu uh, from uh, all the way from, well, from Berlin. Uh, yeah, originally mm-hmm. from France. Uh, so, um, first of all, I just want to introduce you to our fans. Um, the world's best tuba player, right? The world's best tuba soloist. I don't know. People say. That's but... what people say. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> um, so, I want to talk about that. You were born into a musical family. Is that correct? Yeah, it's true. Uh, my parents are musicians. My mom is a pianist, piano player. And my father is tuba player. Okay. My brother is trumpet player. So I really grew up in a musical atmosphere, musical family. And uh, at the very beginning, I didn't want to to be a musician. I was, I wanted to be on stage, but not necessarily with the tuba. Okay. Yeah. Well, so what ended up uh, making you choose the tuba? Why I choose the tuba? Yeah. What? Yeah. In the end, why did you go with the tuba? Oh. At the very beginning, I started with the percussion. Okay. And I wanted to to play tuba, you know, I think like a lot of kids, my example uh, was my father. So I saw my father playing and I wanted to do like my father, you know, and I was, I liked, I liked uh, the, the, the low, uh, low register, low sound. Mm-hmm. And uh, so... I insisted during many years and in the end he decided to 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 teach me to 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 start to teach me the the tuba. Yeah. I was yeah maybe 11 or 12, yeah. Okay. So it, <clears throat> he was a little bit resistant to get you into the tuba or Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, because it's not really comfortable, you know, to have your father like a teacher. Oh, okay. You know, it's yeah. it's not very easy, you know. Mm-hmm. And uh and uh, so he didn't want to to be my teacher, and uh, but I think it was the 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 best person for me to to teach me the tuba. Yeah, yeah. that makes sense. And then um, pretty young, right? You were, I think, at least uh, all this is uh, from online. But you were seventeen when you uh, did the open competition for the uh, school, right? The- yeah, I arrived in Paris Conservatory yeah. when I was uh, seventeen. And I stayed a year in Paris. And then, you know, in Europe, there is a European um, uh, school program. We call it Erasmus. Okay. And you, you can, it's an exchange between two schools. So in my second year, uh, I was not in Paris. I was in Germany for cool. six months. Okay. And the same year, I got my position in Marseille Philharmonic Orchestra. So I was like, yeah, I was like 19. I was pretty young. And... Uh, and so I moved to to Marseille when I was nineteen, and uh, I finished my studied in my studies in Paris when I was twenty. Cool. So it was at the same time conservatory and orchestra. Okay. What was it? What was it like at that young age to you know be traveling around to Germany, living in different? Were you? I'm assuming you were um, away from your family. So. Yeah, I was away from my family and. I think I'd, I don't have a lot of memories of this time because I, I didn't ask to myself too much questions. Like I just did the things because I were I was supported by my family and but also I had a lot of goals, a lot of purposes, and I wanted to. I have I had many projects, you know, in the musical field, and I was pushed by my passion. So, yeah. 
So just staying focused and yep. more on the next thing rather yeah. than. I had I had dreams and my dreams were to have a position in an orchestra, to have international prizes in international competitions, to have a sponsor, and to start uh, a solo career. Even if nobody trusted that it was possible to do a career with the tuba. I was going to ask that. So that hadn't really been done before with the tuba. Is it? Is that correct? A uh, uh, long soloist career? What do you mean? Like you're kind of uh, paving the way. You're a pioneer in that, mm -hmm. in that field. You're really like the first major tuba soloist. Uh, I mean, I think, okay, we are not a lot. I'm, I think now I am the only one in the world to be only tuba soloist like without any position in the orchestra or in in, in the like a teacher in the uni university i sure. i always do my own project i always do master classes solo concerts with different ensembles mm -hmm. with orchestra and duet with piano with trumpets with in trio with my jazz band born to groove and i have many different projects and i think now i'm the only one to do this kind of things but uh I was inspired by other tuba players who yeah. who helped me, not helped me because, <laughs> but they showed me the way, the path, you know, to 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 try to propose something different, you know. And there was there was one he passed away like a, a few years ago. Uh, his name was Marc Stecar, and uh, it was the very first to the very first tuba player to play like. I mean, in France, to play jazz music, Caribbean's music, and uh, it was a great source of inspiration for me. Very cool, because um, I was thinking when you were talking about when you're going younger, you have these dreams. Are there people, a lot of people pushing back on that? Like, you know, why don't you change instruments or why don't you do this, that, trying to tell you what to do because you're playing tuba? You know, when I was 19, when I was 20, the dream, the dream was so big, you know? was too big mm -hmm. and uh, I wanted to I wanted to do a solo career as a tuba player and my orchestra colleagues my friends everybody told me Thomas you are a dreamer it's not possible and there is no way to to be a tuba player a solo tuba player it's nobody will nobody wanted to bet one euro on me you know <laughs> yeah. and uh, and now Like 15 years later, or 17 years years later, I I managed, I succeeded, you know, to be this the guy with the tuba, on, <laughs> you mm -hmm. know, and uh, I'm really happy about that. And it just nobody has to choose for you the the the, the dream. It was my dream. I wanted to 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 reach my dream, and even if sometimes it was complicated, it was frustrated because. Nobody. I had to convince people, you know, to 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 invite me as a soloist, you know, with orchestra, with wind band. At the very beginning, I didn't have any managers, many. I didn't have a team around me. I was alone to do everything. Now I have maybe I don't know, maybe six, seven, eight persons around me, you know, and I build up a team, you know, mm -hmm. and uh, and now I'm 35 and. I can state that it's possible to live exclusively as a tuba soloist. Was there times when it was when you were doing it all on your own and 
it, it got a little lonely and you're like, man, nobody believes in me. And like, I, how did you push through that mentally? What, what do you tell yourself? I tried to, okay. I tried to, how do you say, yeah, to find another possibilities to which them, to which like uh, concert promoters or, or concert uh, directors, you know, and I, ha I had two options. The first one was to play the original tuba repertoire, but mm, nobody right. cares about, about this repertoire. Nobody knows this repertoire. Right. It's not for a large audience. I, I wanted and I knew that to manage the only one solution would be to create my own repertoire with my, with my own, with the, the, with pieces that the audience already knows, you know, like transcriptions from very famous themes from operas, mm -hmm. uh, from uh, ballet, from, uh, I don't know, you know, but popular songs or, so I did it at the, at the beginning. And, uh, and now, in my show, for example, in my project Born to Groove, I propose my own music that I composed, yeah. you know? And so it's something unique, you know? Nobody else played my music, so. Yeah, so you just created your own repertoire. Yeah. Yeah, and it was that good, they just had to pay attention, basically. It was the, the only one solution that people say, oh, even at, at the beginning, it, they, they didn't trust me, you know? But I tried to convince, okay, please take a few minutes to discover my project, like two minutes. So it's also a way to have a global point of view about the business because for sure the music is the passion, is art, but music is an industry. Mm -hmm. And so you have to, to create something to catch audience, to catch uh, uh, the, the, the people who decide, you know, uh, about your, your future, you know. So they have to they need to have an idea of your project in two minutes, you know? Yeah. You have two minutes to convince. Yeah, born, uh, born to Groove, speaking of, it's, uh, I was listening to it on the way here and checking it out. So it's definitely groovy. Um, how did you, how did that come together? And that was your second project, right? It's, it's my third album, but it's my first album, like, uh, in a jazz popular music repertoire. And, we did a show before and the name was The Tuba Strip and uh, it was 95% uh, uh, of uh, covers. Okay. And it didn't, it didn't, uh, it did not work so good mm. because nobody wanted to, you know, if you want to hear Michael Jackson, you don't gonna, you, you, you don't go to see a tuba player playing Michael Jackson. Right. You know, that makes sense. You, you, you go on YouTube now and, and you go to, to listen to Michael Jackson. Mm -hmm. And so I was sure that the only one option would be to, to propose my own music, but the way was long. It was a long way. And I think I took, I took advantages of the lockdown to work on the on this project, and when the the concert halls reopened, I had my new album "Born to Groove." Okay, that's, that makes a lot of sense. I was going to ask about how COVID affected, you know, I mean, uh, symphonies and touring and all that. But so you basically focused on your project during that time. I arrived after the after the COVID. I I had two new projects. It was the classical one with the duet with my brother. 
the trumpet player, Romain Lelou. And the other one, the big project was Born to Groove. Mm -hmm. But it was the same than in classic, in the classical field 15 years ago, nobody trusted in Born to Groove. Because people said, tuba like a leader of, of, of a jazz band it's it's just impossible mm. and after a few shows people saw that the audience was so uh, I'd say enthusiastic mm-hmm. and they clap in their hands they are they sing you know my songs mm-hmm. and so now I started a new adventure with a new producer and my new album will be out in the fall next fall And uh, I want to be more active in this field, you know, because I know that it's people wants. And when I play this show, it, the 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 audience is it's full audience. It's sold out, hmm. you know, most of the time. Yeah. So it's also a sign that when you play popular music, you have a popular audience, you know. Whereas in classical field, sometimes I mean in Europe or in France, it can be more difficult. Yeah. Because, you know, in France, you have to be, you have to choose classical music or jazz or pop music, you know. And a a few more, a few years ago, people told me, Thomas, you have to choose what you want to do. I said, yeah, but I I don't want to choose, you know, I'm classical musician and I like playing like jazz pop music Mm -hmm. and bossa nova and uh, whatever, you know, electro music. And they told me, yeah, it's not going to be It's, going, it's not going to work. And it works. <laughs> you yeah. know, I think if you are convinced by your project and if you try to, to do your, your way, you know, your path, and if you believe, if you trust, if you, trust you I don't know how to say. Yeah, trust yourself. Yeah, if you trust yourself, you, you can do what you want. You, know? mm-hmm. you have to build up a good team. You have to invest money <laughs> yeah. a little bit. Right. But you have to to have very good ideas or to be convinced by your ideas. But finally, in the end, it works, you know? For sure, sometimes it's complicated. I don't want to, I don't want to, uh, how to say, uh, I don't want to say that it's very easy all the time, you know? Right. Because I have a lot of doubts and sometimes I said, ah, I, I have a lot of goals to, to reach, you know? I'm not, not already where I want to, to, to be, you know? Mm-hmm. I have, a lot of uh, uh, dreams and but yeah it, it works and and I think I'm on the good the good way you know to so, reach my dream yeah <clears throat> yeah so because at this point it seems like you're kind of you're checking these boxes off right like you you re- like you said earlier you kind of achieved the dream of becoming a t- tuba soloist mm-hmm. right then you broke into the The popular field. So what's the next check mark here? What the next? <laughs> <laughs> I, I think I would like to play even more pop music to do more collaborations with other artists like French International. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, I would like to to play more abroad. I mean, my, my project Born to Groove because I play in classical music very often abroad, like most of my career is in the international. And yeah, I would like to bring, I would like to bring Born to Groove all over the world, you know? And yeah, to make discover people that it's it's possible to play 
I mean, you know, in Bontu Groove, the tuba is not the star. Mm-hmm. The star is the music. Yeah. So definitely. we totally forget that is is a tuba. You know, mm-hmm. the, the focus is on the music, on the energy, on the on the. Um, the yeah the energy is not on the tuba it's it's not like okay i play tuba everybody has to 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 learn tuba you know no yeah mm-hmm. i just want to to make discover my music and uh born to groove is a great great way to introduce people to that like like i said i was listening to it and so i mean live it's the energy must be great it's just you know there's like i mean it's in the title born it's groovy mm-hmm. uh But yeah, I mean, touring around the world, that, that's the next goal, basically. Yeah. 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 I, I would love to, you know, and I think, I would like to think and I would like to, to believe that it could be possible to, to tour in the, in the USA with, the, with this program, with this uh, project. Because I think American people and American audience like the the entertainment you know oh yeah and it's not in our culture in france for example you know mm-hmm. in germany in the uk yes but the the best of the entertainment it's american you know mm-hmm. it's the americans yeah so um when because i was Again, I was just, when you're the first one to really do something, there's probably a few, you know, like if somebody's getting into tuba right now, basically, um, or any musical field, uh, would you have any advice for them? Or, um, for example, if, if, if a tuba player wants to do this kind of career? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Any advice just to do what he wants to do, you know? You know, it's not, sometimes it's very important to hear to listen to the the people who give you a piece of advice or some advice but in the end you are you have to be the only one to decide what you want what you do you know and so yeah it it could be the the, the advice and then you have to be convinced by what you propose to the audience and you have to to propose something Of a, a good quality, you know, of music. Sorry, for my English. No, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. The, the quality is the most important, and then you have to to have a global point of view of the business. You know, it's not only for sure the music is the main thing, but besides, you have communication. You have the way to to how to say the way to pack the project. I don't know how to say, but present the, it. Yeah, to present the the the, the project. You know, and. Uh, Yeah, so it's it's very everything is very important. There is no there is no I would say random in the random is correct. Yeah, yeah. There is no random in this uh, in this kind of project. Yeah, where everything is in, intentional and um, has to be yeah. done for a reason. Yeah, that makes sense. Absolutely. Um, <clears throat> so, when you're making a project like Born to Groove, what's your process like? At the very beginning, I have nothing. Like when when Born to Groove was born, <laughs> uh, I think I found the name of the project before. No, it's not true. I had some, I had some musics before. Like I composed when I was uh, when I was fifteen and when I was sixteen. You know, and 
I found the the name of the project, but the, the project was not finished at all. You know, mm-hmm. even not recorded. So, and so I I play a few notes on the piano. Sometimes I compose a melody, and I'm in the the at the gate at the airport. You know, and I take my my iPhone and I sing in in the in the vocal uh, recorder. Recorder. Yeah. yeah. And voice memos. Yeah, vo- voice memos and. Uh, For example, the the, the melody pom pom do de do 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 de do do. I think I found this melody uh, when I was at the airport like a couple of years ago, and I set I like I set aside the, the melody, and a few weeks after, a few months after, just I was on the piano. I said, oh, maybe I'm gonna try to to find some chords on this music, and then I call my arranger. And I said, okay, I would like, it sounds like this, like this, like this. Can you propose me? Mm-hmm. And he sent me like a, a sa- some samples. And I said, oh, okay, it's on the good way. Uh, this I don't want, this I don't want, this I want. Okay. And and in the end, we have uh, a good, uh, I don't know how to say in English, maquette, a good uh, example. Okay, yeah. It's a pre-recording. And then we go on studio and we record. A demo. A demo, like a demo, yeah. yeah. Yeah, cool. That that's very interesting. So it's like, uh, it's well, it's a slow build. Like you're not really like, okay, I need to write this no. song right now. No, no, which no. is good. No. More, yeah. Everything is very, I would say, instinctive, natural. Yeah, natural. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I just sometimes I said, ah, oh. you know, when I said, okay, Thomas, you have to write something. I don't have any ideas. Yeah, you know? it's just impossible to find any ideas. Whereas sometimes I'm just, you know, uh, earlier today I was in the desert mm-hmm. and a melody came up, you know, and I said, oh, okay. And I forgot to record, you know, yeah. but I know that maybe in a few hours this melody will come back and I will take my phone and, and when I will have like a few minutes, I will try to, to play on the piano and I will, I will forget for a few weeks, for a few months and maybe for the next album, No, the next album is already recorded, but the, the the one after, maybe it will be a new song, you know. Yeah. And uh, it's how I I do, you know. It's very yeah, very natural. Yeah. Because I'm not like a composer like w- how people imagine like in the classical music field, you know. Mm-hmm. I can't arrange, you know. I know how how I want that the music sounds, but I, I don't know how to how to do because I didn't learn to 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 arrange. So I, I collaborate with an arranger for like seven years now. Okay. And uh, we are very close to each other and he knows exactly how I want the the, the, the music sounds. I have the sound in my, my mind. I try to describe. I send him like a vocal with the chords and uh, I sing on the on the music, on the on the chords. And uh Yeah, it's it's like uh, yeah, it's it's very natural. It's very easy. Like with, there, there is no philosophic questions about uh, how uh, how I have to to how I have to compose this song. Oh, I'm I'm going to use this chorus because no, no, it's just just the things come very naturally. Yeah, it's all feel. Yeah, yeah, and I think it's it's the best way because people will receive the music. It's it will be more direct, you know, mm-hmm. to the audience to 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 receive the music. It's yeah. great. 
Yeah, yeah. that makes sense to yeah. to listen to it. Yeah. Um, so at that point of Born to Groove, had you already been working with your uh, arranger for a yeah. while? Okay. So yeah. during COVID, you, you you already had that connection. So yeah. it wasn't because I was thinking, and there's a bunch of features on there on Born to Groove. Um, you know, inst- other instrument artists and stuff like that. So was it difficult to collaborate during that time or just... No, I there was two two collaborations, I think, on the on this album. There is a, an, a like DJ, okay. DJ group. They, it's, mm-hmm. a duo, it's a duo. And we send, we send them the stems. Yeah. And uh, they... Interpret, interpret. Uh, they have a new. Uh, they did a new interpretation okay. of my uh, song, and it was very interesting, you know. And it's the, the name of the song is "Walk Around." I was gonna say, yeah. is that the one? The that one's the bass, and that yeah. one's bumping. Yeah, <laughs> that one's cool. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah, it's. It's. I think it's very catchy. And when when we when we play live this song, you know, it's we are like in a in a nightclub, you know. People yeah, exactly. are well, they, they clap. It's. It's amazing because when you are a kid and when you have the dream to be on stage, you can imagine this, but it looks far away from, from you, you know? Mm-hmm. It's too big. It, and in the end, I discovered two years ago this kind of show and I saw that it was possible to play tuba and to have this kind of show, you know? At the very first concert we did, there were there were... 50 persons, mm-hmm. you know? And now when we play, there's 500. We, we, we did some concert like uh, last summer, there was 3,000 people, you know? That's a big show. And when when people, when they, you only have 3,000 persons who sing your song, it's unbelievable, you know? Yeah. And you, re, I, I, I was, I was remembering when, when I composed this song, you know? I was, in my office, you know, I just played a few chords with a coffee, you know, I said, yeah, whoa, 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 whoa. And when, when you have thousand persons who, who sing this, it's, wow, you are so, so happy, you know? Yeah. You like transported back to that moment when you wrote it. Yeah. 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 <clears throat> like, wow, I can't believe this actually is happening right now. Mm. And that's, that feeling is addicting, huh? Is what? It's addicting that feeling. Addicting, it's, yeah, yeah, yeah. You want yeah. You just want to bottle it up, yeah, yeah. and and you want more, more. So for my for my next album, there is another song. The, the name The name of the album is Outsider, and the main song called Outsider. Okay. And it's also this kind of music where in which uh, everything. I mean, this music is uh, sorry. This music. This music has been thinking for the for the live show i don't know how to say oh yeah i've yeah. been created for live show yeah you have the performance in mind yeah yeah, yeah yeah it's on the cd but it will be much better on stage right and we, we tried like if a, a couple of weeks ago and the audience sung the song you know the mm-hmm. theme it it's i was so happy you know so what is this next project then um it's called outsider yeah right? and was um maybe different from what you can, what your fans can expect from Born to Groove and maybe what's, you know, kind of same. I think it's more around pop music. Okay. There is a tribute to Motown, 
Nice. Like soul music. Very yeah. Cool. Because like yeah, Diana Ross, The Supremes, Temptations, Stevie Wonder, Jackson Five, Michael Jackson, yeah, yeah, yeah. All, all the the Marvin Gaye, all the amazing artists were they were a, a big source of inspiration for me. Mm -hmm. And I wanted to make a tribute to this music. So this song is American Dream. Okay. And because when I was when I was young, you know, I I wanted to to do a career in the US and to to perform in the US. And when I grew up, when I was a student, I didn't want to pay my tickets to go uh, to visit the USA. I I always thought that I will go to the US thanks to my tuba. My tuba will make me travel mm -hmm. through America. And uh, And in this project, so there is a tribute to Motown, uh, and there is also some, uh, yeah, there are many pop music, uh, also like uh, maybe two tracks around uh, Caribbean's or salsa music. The one is uh, Tobago Keys, is the is a few island in the in the Caribbean's, and um, well, yeah, there is a tribute to my childhood, and. Uh, Yeah, it's. I, w I really like this album, and I can't wait that to release it because it's very. I think it is very personal album. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Every every tracks remind me something that I I lived. You know, mm -hmm. a memories or a feeling that I had, and uh, yeah, and my musicians, three of my musicians have composed uh, each one track. Okay. And there is one track, it's uh, Wayne's World, it's a tribute to Wayne Shorter. So it's very jazz, it's, yeah, it's jazz music. Very difficult to play. Okay. <laughs> And uh, my uh, bass player, Kevin Reveron, is like, I think it was one one of the best in the world. It's the, the, one, the one who played with uh, Christopher Cross, you know? And he composed... Uh, a German in your ear, <laughs> and so it's a, it's a, it's a jazz, samba music. Okay. Yeah. And uh, my pianist and arranger uh, has composed a tribute to. Um, he has used a back melody, and but he has transposed in uh, rock, rock and roll music. So yeah, no, I I really can't try to to launch the to launch this album yeah yeah sounds very eclectic and just yeah. um I, i i don't want to to choose again one and to have limit you know mm -hmm. and to choose one style of music one genre you know yeah i i, I like the idea to mix up to to blend all musics you know because when you are in an in a in an audience i mean when i when i am in the audience when i listen during two hours, the same kind of music, after 30 minutes, I'm fed up, you know, yeah. I, I just want to leave. Mm -hmm. And so, I like when people, after the concert, the concert, when they come to me and they say, oh, it's always new. They, every four, five, six minutes, we have a new style mm -hmm. of music. So, we, we don't, we don't, uh, I would say, bored. Yeah, don't get bored. We don't get bored anytime you know in the in the in the show so i'm really happy about that because it, it was that i really wanted to do yeah that makes total sense um just keeping the audience on their toes that's what i was trying to think of 
you know, just, uh, and the way you're, you're thinking about it as what do I want to see? You know, I'm going to give them what I want to see because yeah. that's, you know, what I like. So, yeah, yeah. I know that sometimes, you know, people maybe more in the, I mean, in France or in the classical music field, they think that what I do is too popular, you know, but I don't care about that because yeah. I just want to reach a large audience, you know, mm -hmm. and if I want to play very, I would say, complicated music, I play classical music right. and I, I'm able to play classical music. I do. So I'm, I like both, you know, I like playing complicated music, you know, not very easy to understand, mm -hmm. but I also like, and I need for my balance, <laughs> you know, yeah. to, to, to play uh, popular music and to have a direct path to, 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 to catch the, the, the audience and to, to communicate with the audience. Mm -hmm. Yeah, no, absolutely. That makes total sense. That's why what? That's why you're the future. You know, just I am the future. That's what he said. Oh, yeah. Thank you. <laughs> well, yeah, you're still very young. Uh, you have a like long career ahead of you, and it's uh, I'm excited to see where it goes for sure. Um, so, when is Outsider come out? I think in the fall. Okay. In the fall, maybe September. Yeah, I hope in September, and uh, yeah. Very I cool. cannot say more, but yeah. Okay. <laughs> but, yeah. Um, awesome. I mean, just a few other, uh, was just questions. Just curious to me, since you're able to travel around, what are some of your favorite, uh, places to maybe to perform or just to, to be at? I like, I like to play in, in Brazil. Oh, okay. That's cool. Because Brazil, Brazilian music is a, It was like I think the first inspiration for me. That song Rio, yeah, um, Rio Sinayom. Yeah, Rio Sinayom. Yeah, I, I really it's, like that one. It's a memory of a bar in uh, in Rio. Okay. And the name of this of this bar is Rio Sinayom. Okay. And I spent like an unbelievable <laughs> night in this club. You know. Yeah. I. I drank like many tequilas and everybody danced. It was amazing. And when I, I was with my wife and I was on tour and she, she, she came uh, with me. And I remember that people were, people looked very happy to be here and to dance together and to share music. And it was, you know, it's, I like because Brazilians, they really know their music, mm. you know, yeah. it's not the case in France, you know, They know popular music, but they know they don't know like if you if you uh, I think if you if you ask to someone in the street, do you know this composer or this, comp this French composer? They don't know. Right. You know, it's not really a part of our culture. Mm -hmm. In Germany, it's like there are they they really know uh, the, the, their musical culture. Mm -hmm. And the other country I like it's the USA uh, it, it, because you know it's the, you are the boss <laughs> in the in term of entertainment. Yeah. And it's just wow. When you are a kid, and when you watch some shows on the t on the TV, it's like you know, it's like a dream, you mm -hmm. know. And even you know, for example, when you the the ceremony of the Grammy Awards, if you compare it to the ceremony of the French Grammy Awards, it's not the same, you know. <laughs> you <Yeah>. know? <laughs> Sorry, no, <laughs> sorry yeah. about that, <laughs> but but. Americans are so gifted and you are, you have the, the entertainment in your blood, you know? Mm -hmm. And, uh, 
So yeah, I like play. I would like to play more in the US, and I will really would like to bring Born to Groove in the US. Yeah, yeah, I have well, to. I have to find the good, the good uh, way to bring and the good person to produce. Yeah, but yeah, I would love to. Yeah, we'll we'll have to get Born to Groove uh, in Tucson. You know, make ah, that yeah. happen. We, we can get you absolutely. We can start it, here that, in Arizona. That would be amazing. I would would love to. Yeah. Yeah, it would be great. Um, and there is a version. Because you know, I like mixing genres and to 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 build up like bridges between uh, some different musics. The next version of Born to Groove will be Born to Groove Symphonic with a symphony orchestra, oh. and the premiere will be in uh, in France in December, okay. next December. Okay. So I really hope that I could propose this to Linus. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I'm sure. Absolutely. So it's the band. So we are six music musicians and symphony orchestra. Sounds sounds incredible. Yeah. Awesome. And uh yeah, I mean shoot. Doesn't seem uh seems like an appropriate time to wrap it up there because when you do that uh, in Tucson, because we're gonna make that happen, we can do another interview and we can see how all that went. Uh Thomas Lulu, yeah. thank you very much. Thank you very much for having me here. We really appreciate your conversation. Um, have a great concert tonight. And uh, yeah, everybody can check out uh, Born to Groove on iTunes, Apple Music, Spotify. Um, yeah, you can plug your stuff too if you, if you have anything anywhere else. People can check out your stuff. Music. Yeah. Say that one more time. So, Thomas on Instagram is Thomas underscore Lulu, L E L E U underscore music. In English, <laughs> not in French, and I also I'm also on Facebook, on YouTube, uh, everywhere. <laughs> Perfect. Yeah. L E L E U. Yeah. Awesome. L -E -L -E -U. Thank you, Thomas. Um, Zola, watch out for the Takeover Lounge. <laughs> <laughs>